Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 108 of Turtle Recall. I am your host, Jason Sohail, and joined with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and ready-to-get-on-maternity-leave wife, Anna. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And I'm, uh, uh, yes, I, I applaud that you accept my maternity leave. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yes. Uh, if you guys don't know, if you haven't got the memo yet, this is Anna's last podcast recording for the rest of the year. Uh, she will return, and also, uh, we, uh, the episode breakdowns will, the rewatch will return in, uh, January 2023, uh, you know, uh, it, oh, also, uh, before I forget, this week we're looking at the episode Rhino Man, you know, I got, got to do things, like, in order and everything, so people know and, uh, and everything, but yes. Uh, going back, uh, Anna will be on maternity leave. While Anna is on maternity leave, the podcast will be on hold. <coughs> and while it's on hold, we will still have a podcast. I will be here for the next few weeks, uh, and I will have I will have uh, I'll have guests coming on as well. And we will find interesting subjects to talk about that are Ninja Turtle related. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And Anna will uh, be listening as a, as a listener. And I, I know you're excited about that, aren't you? Of course I'll be listening. Especially that I'll have a newborn and I have to sit and do nothing. Right, exactly. You can, you can have, like, the newborn, like, listen and be like... And you can be like, oh, honey. I was like, oh, child, that's your daddy. Uh, yes. <laughs> your daddy rather do podcasts <laughs> than take oh, care yeah. of you. You never know. Maybe he likes to sleep with it. You you never know. I will like I'll do like an extra soothing voice <laughs> for the child. Uh, I remember at first job. Sometimes I would put uh, a YouTube channel that he he sleep with. I, I actually do remember that. I remember he would like fall asleep to me doing like Ninja Turtle reviews <laughs> with uh, Mikey. Yeah, because it's a family voice. It's yeah. a familiar voice. It's like it's my daddy talking. That's right. Exactly. Uh, speaking speaking of Mikey, uh, before Anna goes on her maternity leave, we do have one more unboxing with Mikey coming up, and that sh hopefully, hopefully by the time this episode releases, that video will be um, up as well. Uh, you know, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, these days now, uh, just because of how, how busy we are. Uh, and also speaking of videos, I we got a, uh, a a preview figure that hasn't been released yet, and uh, we uh, we got uh, we got a, uh, a review of that one as well. So uh, so some some really exciting stuff coming on on our uh, on our YouTube channels that you yeah, should... both of them uh, I think will be up this week. Yeah. Yes. 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 Ho hopefully, both of them should be uh, up this week. I I, th I think they will be. Like you know, um, it it's especially like you know, since Anna won't be recording a podcast, she actually found some more time. Well, I mean, there's gonna be time until when you start 
like noticing that there's no podcast for a while, that means the baby was born. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I mean, the nature of podcast is very different than video. Because for the video, I can still like uh, have the baby and edit the video and everything. But actually, I do remember you were doing that with the first child. You would have the first child on your lap while you'd be editing videos. Yes. Yeah. But uh, for the podcast, yeah, you need to be concentrated. You have, uh, uh, you have to, like talk and you see that i <laughs> i don't have a baby on my lap right now I right 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 keep forgetting exactly. what i'm talking about also with a podcast we probably don't want a baby on the lap because then <laughs> you want to talk to yeah <laughs> um but but yeah uh but that is where anna's gonna go uh uh, before we go anna uh what would you like to let our what do you want to say to our listeners before the end of the year i just want to thank everyone that who supported us from the beginning till here and for all the um uh like sweet messages and like um concerns that they had uh for us um they they really are all of them are a part of our family and uh, we love them so much and I, I can't wait to come back to continue and uh, grow this friendship with each of them yeah we well we can't wait uh for you to come back and you know speaking of you waiting uh let's go ahead and get into our news with me and news correspondent mike you ready i'm ready all right let's do this this weekend is New York Comic Con. So uh, Super 7 will be there to be uh, showcasing stuff. And also while they're showcasing some stuff, they also have some exclusives. Uh, One of the exclusives they have is the Glow in the Dark Ultimate Muckman figure. Uh, So it's kind of funny how like we have a uh, uh, NECA like glow in the dark Muckman figure, and then now we have a Super Seven uh, glow in the dark uh, Muckman figure. Uh, I'm not too crazy about the color. I think the I think the uh, the uh, the paint is a little too uh, light green for me. I like that darker green they had, like with uh, with the turtles. Mm. I I like it. Um, like this is very nostalgic to me. Like if you compare this one to the um, Toxicity Now glow in the dark. Uh, Muckman that NECA did earlier this year. Yeah. This one is the clear winner of the two. Um, like, this looks like an 80s toy in the glow in the dark, which is exactly what the Super 7 line is supposed to be. So, yeah, like, that... I, I'm i in love with this. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't care for Muckman, and, but I love glow in the dark, you know, I- I'm stuff a like for, this. I'm a sucker for glow in the dark as well. Uh, if, if this exclusive is anything like the the Lion-O exclusive and like the other exclusive they had at San Diego Comic Con, I have a feeling this will be available on uh, fan channel uh, websites like Entertainment Earth and uh, Big Bad Toy Store after the convention. Probably like the ones with they they didn't get the round selling will be uh, available there. Uh, didn't they didn't release a price? But that's not the only Ninja Turtle exclusive that they have uh, for this weekend. Uh, and these will be found on booth uh, 135, 1325 uh, at the convention. But our other exclusive is a reaction figure of Mutagen Ooze Raphael. Now, what I'm not clear of, I don't know if this glows in the dark or if they just made it like a translucent green. Uh, so, from what, so from what I saw, um, I think 
John com on Twitter. I think he said this was just a translucent green, not a glow in the dark green. Right. Because to me, like when I looked at it, it looked translucent, but like, I mean, and nowhere, nowhere in Super 7's like thing, they said that they it's going to be uh, glow in the dark. So if they didn't say it's glow in the dark, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be glow in the dark, but it's definitely translucent. Um, and uh, Robert says, it looks like a Muckman is wearing the purple uh, teddy bear from Toy Story 3. Yeah, it does kind of look like Lotso over there. Uh, I, that is something I like about uh, Super 7 is I love that they paint the details that like Playmates like put in their mold. Uh, just, yeah. It really makes it pop. Yeah, like I always told people, like Playmates always has had good sculpts. They just never painted them. Right, so, right, right. Like, exactly. you're really surprised looking at those Playmate figures, like what you'll find. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's honestly like if you guys can track down the San Diego Comic Con versions of the Rise Turtles, that's so excellent because of all the details that is painted on those set, but not on the actual like uh, basic set. Is like uncanny. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, Playmates has always been do, do good on their actual uh, molds. But that's pretty much it with uh, Super 7. And if you guys are going to New York Comic Con, uh, just, you know, let us, let us know uh, what you guys think. I'm actually kind of surprised NECA does not have um, have any exclusives coming. They usually used to have exclusives coming to New York Comic Con. So, so for the past couple of years, they've stopped going to New York Comic Con uh-huh. um, and started up like New Jersey Toy Con instead. Oh, okay, I gotcha. And so that's and it kind of goes on at the same time. So that that's kind of been their thing now. Um, and because NECA, you know, is is based in New Jersey, so that's kind of right. it's kind of their homegrown thing. So. I don't know if they've got anything planned um, for that. But yeah, as of now, they don't have anything for New York Comic Con. But you know, that is a great segue to our next uh, subject. And like, they are going to be the <laughs> subject for the rest of the um, of this podcast. It, um, is that we are going to be talking about what they revealed just a few, like, I don't know, I think like an hour ago. Um uh, and that is like you know right now it's October. October's like their like happy month because this is like their month where they get to show off stuff because they're known for horror figures. And uh, they ha- it's Tuesday, so of course they got to show off the Ninja Turtle Universal uh, line. And they have revealed we got Phantom of the Opera Casey Jones. Uh, this just revealed. They didn't go much too much detail in uh, mm-hmm. onto it uh, for you guys on the. Uh, audio podcast uh it is like basically it's his mask but like it's torn uh broken at on the uh, corner of his mouth and he's kind of like decaying in that mouth yeah he has a nice suit on. so yeah so this is part of the universal uh cross teenage mutant Ninja turtles collab so all the monsters um and so originally everyone was like oh what's what's coming next after they revealed um splinter and donnie as the last two figures uh you know, everyone was wondering, like, oh, what's what's next? Casey, uh, Casey Jones is Phantom of the Opera. Like, that's kind of that's kind of the easy one. Like, you know, he's you know the the mask and everything. Right. Um, I I really like what NECA did here um, with it. Uh, I'm curious. I'm curious what the rest of it looks. Uh, what the rest of it looks like? Because if you're watching the if you're watching this on YouTube with us, uh, it's only the one picture so far. Like, they haven't right. shown anything else. 
so we don't know what the rest of the body looks like. If there's a whole lot of reuse, that looks like the same goalie stick that came with the normal uh, movie, Casey. Yeah, um, uh, I will say this because I was so. I mean, I I, I kind of was disappointed with the uh, the Bride of Frankenstein April, and the reason why I was disappointed with it, it was because the head sculpt was the same exact head sculpt that they did for the other two movie Aprils. And I like that we actually have a unique head for um, for Casey over here because this is definitely yeah. not like a OA oh, uh, reused uh, uh, Elias Kodis uh, Casey head that like they just m- modified by like changing the hair or something like that. Yeah, like this this looks more unique than the Bride of uh, Frankenstein April, um, and even even Van Helsing Splinter is pretty like. It's cool, but it's pretty boring because it's right. literally just movie Splinter without his robe and like with a jacket thrown on on top of it. So I'm like, eh, those are those those two are my least favorite. Like, I'll pick them up if I find them. Right. But I'm just kind of like, eh. yeah. I mean, I, I I've I've picked up uh Bride of Frankenstein uh, April, but like, and it's same thing with Splinter. If I see him, I'll pick him up, but th- those two are like right now are like my least two favorites. I really like this one. Now here's the funny: as a theater kid, uh, when I first heard like "Fan of the uh, Phantom of the Opera," I didn't even know that was a Universal monster. I I'm here thinking Android Lloyd Webber. I'm like, wait a minute, is that a horror character? Uh, so I learned things today. There you go. Thank you, NBC. Uh, no problem. Yeah. So. Uh, that's really like I mean honestly that's all we have we have for that figure. Um, I mean I don't expect more details to come out this figure until like probably February or March. Um, just because like this is like their horror month and they like to this mm-hmm. is like when they like to like do the actual like teases and that kind of stuff. This isn't anything new and I'm gonna guess yeah. like the next few. Uh, Tuesdays are gonna be reserved for the Ninja Turtle reveal. Um, I. You know, parts of me, I kind of wanted uh, Shredder to be Phantom of the Opera only because he was Phantom of the Opera in the classic uh, 87 cartoon. Um, yeah, but like, you know, it's it's such the easy money that he's gonna be Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like, I mean, I I think, like, also, like, internally, I also want him as Dracula. Like, now, if it was Perfect World, I would have both. But, like, you know. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, NECA can still make a Phantom of the Opera shredder that is based off the cartoon, and they would have, like, no problems with that. They don't even have to credit Universal for that uh, because it is a, uh, you know, a cartoon thing. Just I mean, how, how wild would it be, though, if they pivoted and did a shredder as the creature from the black lagoon oh my god that would be like insane like uh, the the way way the creatures you know head is shaped with right its extra like fins and spiky protrusions like what if they did that and like just made it shredder you know right right oh god that would that would actually be uh, that would be very impressive uh parts of me i'm actually wondering because uh because of this line is more based off the movie characters like i'm wondering if there's even any plans to do be about rock city or if they'll just go into token razar like 
Uh, that's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I but uh, that's just like something I was just uh, thinking off the top of my head. But we'll find out in the future. I know Nuka said they have eight planned. We're almost at eight, actually. I think uh, I think if 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 Shredder's the last one, I think that would be eight. Now I think about it. So, uh, but I mean, knowing how well successful this line is, I'm pretty. I can see them extended out to more because you know Nuka likes money. Collectors like yeah, to spend right? money. I mean, it's not- I think the most disappointing thing so far has been that like we don't have the four turtles by Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Because like right now, I have the like the, the four that they have offered and have produced, mm-hmm. and it is like three turtles in April, and it feels like yeah, wave, like feels like wave two of playmates, like when the like, playmates of universe. I have two. I have two turtles, and then you're sending me Mikey. It's like I still haven't found April yet. Right. Splinter, we don't know when he's shipping. Right. Right. Uh, and then and then same Donnie hasn't even been solicited yet. So it's like right. it, it it stinks that you know these would have been perfect. Uh, these just would have been perfect. Uh, yeah. Robert in the chat says uh, if Neca made the foot soldiers into zombies, that's a great idea. That is an excellent idea. I never didn't even think I about don't, that. I don't think zombies are in the universal monsters like canon though. Maybe they like can... I, I don't think there's I don't think there's yeah. any zombies in in universe. Uh, see, I because I I don't know that um that movie line at all. But like I don't know maybe maybe like those like mummy drones or something like that. Just like uh, I I don't know if that's in universal either. Like yeah. the mummy. Like uh, I don't. Well, I mean, mummy Mikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they made Mummy Mikey, Mikey. I just don't know if they they made like a bunch of like drone characters like mm. in the uh, those classic movies or not. Uh, I mean, but, yeah, like I, I I can't think of what else they could like. If if I were them, like I would have swapped, uh, like make the mummy a bunch of foot soldiers. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. I definitely agree, but. Uh, still keeping in our NECA line, uh, the big thing I want to talk about uh, this week is uh, NECA and Walmart are teaming up to give us a unique collecting experience, uh, which is uh, which is called Auto T, and uh, basically you're going to be able to buy either a physical or a virtual figure and then on your receipt you'll have a code that you put into autotvault.com and you get yeah. a digital version of a, of a collectible which you can store on the NECA store vault for free for up to two years yeah, or, if you want uh, I have I have the uh, press release here if you want to read it uh, I was just going off memory, but uh, if you want to go ahead and read the, uh, <laughs> no, the I mean, you've been you've been doing <laughs> yeah. oh, no, 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 no! I researched the heck out of this thing. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to make sure that I I got everything down packed, uh, just because uh, there's a little. I mean, there's like just like a little information uh, that's going on there, um, but basically this. This weekend on October 6th uh, is Walmart's uh, Collector Con going on, basically because they're in a uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, 
So they're taking advantage. Uh, they're they're taking advantage that you'll be able to buy uh, these uh, uh, these like NECA figures, which uh, right now the the ones that are in this Auto T uh, line are black and white Shredder, uh, color corrected blue Renette, and black and white Foot Soldier, uh, and those are going to be Walmart exclusives and. There's there's also a uh, black and white foot soldier. Yeah, I said black. Didn't I say black and white foot soldier? Uh, Shredder. Oh, I, I, I'm, uh, maybe I said him twice. Okay. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I meant um, <laughs> black and white foot soldier. Uh, there's also a fugitoid, apparently. Uh, but that has not been listed in... It's... I, I know it's on the it, back, it's it's not, on the back of the box. Yeah. Also I have foot, uh, fugitoid and red shirt Casey. But we don't know if those are in this or um, or if like they are Walmart exclusive or not, or, or if like they're coming in at a at a uh, different time. Uh, but uh, the ones that we do know that was in the press release is Renette, uh, Shredder, and Foot Soldier, and like those are also on the Walmart teaser image um, as well. The other two are not on there. I'm looking for that image right now. I know it's on NECA's like uh, Facebook site, Facebook page. Uh, okay, so the so Shredder, Renette, and the Foot Soldier are on the image, right? But not Fugitoid. Okay, not Fugitoid. you're right. Not Fugitoid, not Casey. Uh, but they are on the back of the box. Uh, now, here's the thing: is that okay? Uh, now, one out of ten of these figures will be signed by Kevin Eastman. So, like, you have like that random draw that you might be able to get a signed figure which i'm gonna guess is going to be kind of like that whole fugitoid thing where like mm. when they did it with at a target it'd be kind of yeah the the signature edition yeah the signature edition yeah i'm i'm hoping the box will say signature edition um for the people like looking for it so you don't have to like like open it and try to find that random signature mm. now uh here's the thing that like is Weird. So October 6th is when it's going to go online. It's going to go live online on October 6th. On October 15th, uh, select Walmarts are going to have a kiosk for you to purchase these Auto T. And right now they only have it for Ninja Turtles. And then uh, they're also going to also have it for Bob Ross uh, lithographs. Now... What they're saying about uh, about like these uh, collect like the auto t when you buy for auto T is that you're gonna be buying like a box which I assume the box is gonna be empty and you just get a code in your uh, receipt and then you put that code into the auto T vault website and then there you'll get revealed on what collectible you got and then so you'll have a digital collectible and then from there you can either trade sell or redeem it to get a physical uh which will be free shipping uh, and but at walmart stores and walmart.com you will also be able to buy these figures so you don't have to go through this digital uh thing but apparently if you buy it physical the actual physical one you also still get a code for the i for the collectible in a digital format as well and uh the one i think is like kind of weird so this tech like i mean uh i mean it's still blockchain this is still like a like they um they just like they're not calling it a non-fungible -fun token even though this is 
pretty much the definition of a non-fungible token. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, that's the whole, like, point of it. But, like, they're they're presenting it more of, like, a, oh, it's a mystery thing. Uh, I mean... Uh, I mean, I know collectors are not happy about it because, like, collectors, they want to go out and, like, get it. And especially a lot of people, including myself, that just want the Blue Renette uh, just because, uh, like, we, I, I'd prefer the Blue Renette than the uh, the IDW recolor that, yeah. that they did. Uh, which, and, I mean, as, as for, like, the whole uh, Walmart exclusive, to be honest, I don't mind because these are repaints of figures that have been previously available. Personally, I'm happy that people are having a better chance to get a Shredder and a Foot Soldier, because I think that Foot Soldier was a New York Comic Con exclusive. And I know Shredder... It was. I know Shredder was also one, but then also Shredder also was a Loot Crate exclusive. So, like, this is our third Shredder. But, like, this is actually... So, so this Shredder has been re-released several times. Like, the body is the same shredder that they use on Toon Shredder as well. Okay. So if you count all of that, uh, that shredder mold has been used more times than Playmates has re-released the classic collection turtles. Uh-huh. Just throwing it out there. Uh, gotcha. but the but the Mirage like shredder um, has been re-released. Uh, it was the New York Comic Con foot set. Yeah. Then it was the uh, arcade um, Shredder, the original one, not the yeah. Turtles in Time Shredder. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, that, then, that's right. Then, then we have the uh, Loot Crate one, and now this one. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... So, a few is, times for that boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. A few times for this boy, but, like, is finally coming out not as a... Uh, well, it's still exclusive. It's a Walmart exclusive, but not as a, yeah. like, convention exclusive, I should say. Or a subscription box exclusive. Uh, I mean, uh, I know a lot of people are... Upset about it. I mean, if you're, I mean, to be honest, um, if you're upset about it, like the best thing you can do is not not pay money for it. Uh, me personally, I'm going like uh, on October 6th when it goes on live at uh, Walmart.com. Um, I mean, hopefully the actual physical figure will be at Walmart.com and not it's not just the auto tee. But if it's not, then I'll just go try to find it at my local Walmart store because they did promise that these are coming to the Walmart stores. Uh, also, I'm also kind of wondering, like, if they're, if like this is going to be one of those like almost like almost like a made in demand kind of thing or or something like that. If they see that so many people purchase these NFTs, um, that like they're like, oh, okay, let's go have production to be set for this many. And then for like the people to redeem them, because uh, you do have two years to redeem them. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen two years after what's going to happen to your digital collection. Like, do you have to pay money to to keep it, or do you have to like 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 wave at it like buy forever? Like you know, kind of. It like all gets box. deleted. <laughs> yeah, it all gets deleted. Yeah, that I'm um, that um not that that's something I'm not too sure of. And I'm pretty sure these items are going to have like, like special like markings and everything like to show like the number. So like that way it is, I'm sure there's some sort of unique way for people to know, like, so because like it's you, you'll be tracked on like, okay, this belonged to like, this belonged to Mike. And then now Jason bought it. And now, um, Mm. Kevin, he has it now. Uh, like, you know, there's going to be like a history to go, uh, for these digital files. Yeah. And like, 
like I'm sure that is all going to be a thing in it. I just one I'm really annoyed about this because I don't want to have to buy an NFT in order to get the mirage like the correct mirage Renault. Yeah, like that, that's the one I don't want to do. And I mean, now thankfully you don't have to. Because your Walmart store should have it. I mean, that's if it's available at your Walmart. And if yeah, it, like fine. in theory, in theory, they would have to have it. Right. I don't know if my Walmart is going to have that. My Walmart sucks. Right. Right. No. No. That, so yeah. And then <laughs> like, what's also not clear because I know, I know Walmart.com could not sell uh, Ninja Mecha figures directly for a while because of that mess with uh, Casey Jones. But it looks like this deal that they're having with each other and also the fact is that uh you know we actually been start seeing like the the foot turtle the 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 one foot turtles actually show up on on walmart uh that maybe like they're hopefully they're actually reconsidering that we can actually get these physically from walmart.com and not and for the people who want to make sure that they get these figures and not have to deal with the uh, digital uh, file mm-hmm. um, they get it directly from the website which I'm hoping um, I'm hoping they they do it that way uh, uh, but like I, I understand like I mean yeah concern. I don't I, I don't want like I don't support nfts at all right I definitely don't want this right and like I don't want to have to be forced into it I don't want anything to do with an nft and the fact that like they're kind of tying into this and Part of part of the problem is that like the language on it has been so kind of wishy washy. Like, right, everybody confused on like what do we have to do to get the figure we want? Right, 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 exactly. I mean, I I read three different sources. I read from like uh, NECA. I read it from Auto T. I also read it from Walmart. And unfortunately, the the thing is like the word and also IGN. Let's not forget IGN. IGN yeah. is the one who broke the news. Uh, and like uh but uh like the thing is like the the three major ones have the have the same wording at it and they, I mean they literally copied and paste like the, the and so uh so like you know that's all we have to go off of because like when I first started seeing people complain about online because I think I misread it a little bit and I was kind of like oh no no I was like no it says like specifically you can actually buy the figures off of Walmart.com and then I had to like reread it I'm like oh no there is a thing if you buy it the from the kiosk or like buy the digital or buy a box that says Auto T on it oh uh, then you'll be you'll find out what collectible from uh it is and also the plan is like like right now it's just ninja turtles and bob ross the plan is to keep to have it go like in other directions yeah and it's like this is so needlessly complicated yes it's needlessly complicated i mean and personally i wish it was the red renette Oh, that was the Walmart exclusive because then I would be like, you know, I don't have to worry about this. But it's the fact that's like the one that I want. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with the, with Casey Jones. I don't care if his uh if his shirt is uh white or or red. Uh, that's not that big of a deal for me. But like Renette yeah. is the Renette is the big deal breaker, especially she has a cloth cape, and that's you have to like if I wanted that blue, I have to like replace it. 
I mean, yeah, like with, with Casey, it's, it's an easy, it's an easy fix. Like you really, all you need to do is just paint his shirt red. Right. Like that's, that's an easy fix, but Renette, like that's, that's a, like, uh, it's just, it's so annoying. Yeah. Right. No, no, I, I I definitely agree. Uh, I'm, kind of curious what uh what fugitoid is i i like i'm just wondering if is he going to be more silver than blue i mean i, I like the fugitoid i i really don't know what how they're changing him um or if so they- with fugitoid i heard that he's more uh like chromatic okay i had like um, that was like what i was thinking um uh, but again like this is like something like 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 future toy, I'm happy with the colors that that he has. It's, it's Renette, the one that's like, I'm like, oh man, like, and I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to end up buying like 15 auto tees just so I can like, or like buy, I buy one and like I pray someone online will trade me their, uh, like I'll I can trade my shredder for their Renette, um, you know, like that's a, yeah. Well, I mean, like, because let's be real here. Nobody's going to be trading away that Renette. No. Everyone's going to be trying to sell her. Yes, yes. Everyone's going to be trying to sell her. And since it is, like, that digital platform, they can put whatever price they want because it it is technically theirs. And then, like, you know, and there's that whole mess of, like, that why people don't like uh, NFTs. Uh, because, I mean, at least with this one, you, you will get a physical thing. Uh, like, you know. And I'm also wondering, like... Okay, if I do redeem it, is it going to be on the, like, if I try to sell it after I redeemed and I have the physical figure in my hand, like, is it going to be something on there that says, like, oh, this figure has been redeemed? Like, I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, I even, like, watched their tutorial video, and their tutorial video didn't have much information as well. Like, um... and their their webs like their actual website is just a countdown on like when it goes live. So, uh, you know, uh, when we get like more information about this, we'll I mean I can like we'll we might go into it uh, further, uh, just to maybe maybe just like to get some things clear or something like that, so our listeners know what's going on, uh, and that way th- they have a better uh, informed chance on like doing it um or not like you know whatever would whatever information we find we'll we'll definitely pass that um along uh to you guys and just as a quick reminder the news portion of the podcast can be listened live every tuesday night 10 p.m eastern standard time and you know i know starting next week anna will be in our chat in like a chat chatting with uh uh with some of you guys as well isn't that right honey yes yes i will be yeah. Um, so let's let's get into uh, this week's episode. You ready? I'm so ready. This week we're talking about CBS season four, episode thirteen, Rhino Man. This originally aired on October twentieth, nineteen ninety, and this was written by David Wise and directed by Bill Wolf. Honey, you wanna give us one last summary for the year? So in this episode, uh, we ha- we have a we see a new character. It's a rich guy. Uh, we see it in the news that he he's making a competition uh, about um, the best superhero, and um, so everyone in the town and the the prize is like a big diamond. So everyone in the town are excited. They're trying to be like 
um, different funny um, superheroes and um, Crank and his team see the news and they also want the diamond because uh, and the diamond kind of like help uh, the heat in the um, dimension X something do something <laughs> and then um, so they want they want to get the diamond so what they do is that they decided to change the Bebop and Rocksteady uh, to superheroes and um, they send them to to Earth as superheroes and uh, they struggle for to be uh, to do good and uh, be superheroes so they're they're doing just funny things they're just trying to be good and from the other side the turtles they notice that um, the the rich guy what he's doing is that he's trying to distract people with this superhero show to um, um, to pour some kind of chemical in the water to uh, change people to zombies and um, at the end uh, uh, Donatello noticed sooner than everyone that the inside the, the diamond there's a anti uh, liquid for this zombie thing so he saved that liquid to save the people and then um, give the diamond to shredder so they open the portal they they escape and then and they notice that the even the diamond was fake so that's how it ends yeah pretty much well, that's a great summary honey like I, I know you're gonna miss these summaries like you know for the rest of the year like you know you're just gonna be like warming up all those summary juices as you like you know like get ready for uh 2023 yes i'm going to do some of those puzzles that what is the age of your brain <laughs> to make my brain muscles stronger for the summary? You know what you could do is like, um, you can do like the summaries as the bedtime story for a new child that's coming. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's talk about episode 96. I don't, think I, even, I don't think I even tried. Tonight I was trying to, for the first time, to tell a, a story from myself to our child and he was like, Stop it, mommy, stop it. <laughs> I, I 100% believe that. <laughs> Alright, let's go ahead and start breaking down this episode. The first thing I want to talk about is actually not about the episode itself. It's actually about the introduction because both on the DVD and the uh, digital file, like when you start up this episode, all of a sudden it has the... The VHS Family Entertainment, uh, Family Home Entertainment uh, logo uh, startup before the episode starts up, starts up, and I thought this, I mean, I don't know if this was a mistake or this was like something that they didn't catch like when they're, when they put this episode, but I thought this was actually pretty cool that like, you know, because I have lots of memories of like, you know, Family Home Entertainment because they were the people that released the Ninja Turtle uh, episodes like on video cassette way back when I was a child. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, because uh, these DVDs that were like produced by like Lionsgate, and Lionsgate has another like inter introduction thing that's nowhere near as like memorable. Like, I mean, well, they have like I mean, I say this, but probably like, twenty years from now, I'll see those gears. I'm like, oh, it's Lionsgate. But uh, yeah, no, it, but like no, it was just cool to see that because uh, this one was the newer one with the paintbrush. The one I remember the most was. Uh, when they did like the uh, F H E and like it was a uh, like a kindergarten like uh, uh, way to in write English and everything, uh -huh. so uh, th that that's what I remember. It, but it it was just cool like that it had this intro. Like I said, I think this was a mis 
I think this was a mistake on like the um, the whole media company that was like putting this on DVD, but like they just left it in there anyway. <laughs> cool. But yeah, I, I just want to start out. Has not like I said, nothing to do with the episode. Just remembering the VHS. No, but, I remember how excited you were when you saw it. Yeah, no, it was cool. I liked it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's this. Uh, so. Uh, you know, uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, Family Home Entertainment. You, you, you brought us Ninja Turtles on like VHS, and we thank you for that. And like, and NECA has like forever immortalized you as uh, when, uh, because they also copy your uh, style logo on the on the VHS tapes of the version of like the Team and T figures. Uh, but yeah, so. We first, we start with the turtles. They're walking in the streets, and they have these sailor outfits. We've seen these sailor outfits uh, before. I believe these are the same sailor outfits they used when they were in the boat to go to the European um, uh, trip. Oh, it was it was the same? I think so. Because <laughs> I, I want to say we've seen this. I know it's at least in that episode where they have all fall in love with Irma. Oh, but like you know, um, I just know, I just know that uh, the girls really like the guys in sailor. <laughs> girls just like guys in uh, you know in like uh, uniform. Yes. Like, like you know they're they're out in the streets and and everything, and all of a sudden like they hear someone's in trouble and they're they're about to go like save save them and even like Michelangelo like starts like taking off the jacket and like throughout the rest of the scene he has like this whole open like uh jacket thing going on like yes, while yes. the other turtles are all uh, still buttoned up yes that was funny that yeah me. yeah um one of the turtles takes off his hat but then the hat comes back on i want to say it's leonardo uh but we see that there's a new uh hero and his name is cheeseburger man as like all of his like items are related to cheeseburger. He has a he has a lasso that's made out of cheese, and then like he fight he shoots like ketchup and mustard at the villains and everything. Um, and to Michael Atkins like a disappointment when uh, when the guy like asks uh, who the turtles are, Dante says, "Oh, we're the teenage mutant ninja sailors," and he was like, "No, I mean turtles." So. No, we won't play the actual sound effect here, but don't worry, Michael. You already, I already know this because you already wrote it in your notes, but, you know, if you stick around long enough in this podcast, you will hear that sound effect. Don't worry, it's coming. Oh, Ooh. really? I thought it was the only one. Oh, no, 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 no. There's another one. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Like I said, it's, the, it's like towards the very end. Uh, but... But yeah, like, you know, so the, the turtles are confused why there's a guy in a uh, cheeseburger outfit. And this is when we find out, uh, because they contact April, and April informs them, like, oh, there's a rich billionaire called Jay Gordon Hungerdunger, and he is creating a contest for the the best superhero. And whoever, whatever is the best hero will get this humongous diamond uh and they had an official name for the diamond i just can't remember uh what it was because i didn't write it down uh, but yeah like uh so that's the thing and like you know i know there's this like kind of debate amongst like uh people uh like like oh are the ninja turtles superheroes like you know i, I 
me personally, I don't, I consider them heroes, but at the same time, I think they're more ninjas than they are heroes. Because when I think of heroes, I think of like Superman and Spider-Man and like the, the people who are out there to make sure like everyone is safe. While other than this cartoon, most Ninja Turtles like, uh, uh, you know, Ninja Turtle stories, they're pretty much the turtles are just trying to like save themselves and like get revenge uh, for their master by going after Shredder. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? So you're saying Ninja Turtles are not superheroes? No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, they're they're not really superheroes because they're not the ones who like they don't like go out and like try to find crime and stop crime. Uh, they're more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're more of like. Oh, something is happening, but it's affecting us. Let's go stop them. Yes. Also, like their costume and um, their mask version is not dedicated to um, being a hero. They first uh, they happen to um, be to have this story that they changed to mutate him, but uh, they they just want to do good. Right. They just want to do good, and like you know, they train in uh, in in jujitsu, but like they're not. They're not out there to try to be like, you know, like, like, like Spider-Man, like he, his whole story is that like, uh, he ignored one, he ignored one robber and that robber happened to kill his uncle. And so now he's like, okay, I'll never, I'll make sure no one ever, that never ever happens again. I'll make sure anyone who's like doing bad, I stop them. Um, like, and I'm not saying like, oh, the turtles will see a robber and they just turn away. But at the same time, the turtles are not trying to... They're not going in the streets and be like, Oh, what crime is going on? Or anything like that. Like, they're just more of like... Yeah, I they're mean, just living their life. Right, they're just living their life. Eating and, pizza, being happy. <laughs> right, right. Right, exactly, yeah. But this episode do, does point out, like, they are superheroes. And, like... Uh, and like I'm not, and I'm not saying like oh they can't be superheroes. I just never pictured them as like, cause to me like they're in a different level. But yes, I agree. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the way I um I feel. But I know that's a debate a, a, amongst people. Uh, so you know, however you believe, like you know. But uh, but yeah, in this episode they really like point out like oh because like they even call like no we're heroes we're superheroes. I mean you know in fact the theme song of the show is heroes in a half shell. So you know. Uh, they got they got play, uh, uh, play up to that and everything. Uh, uh, something uh, Michael Atkins actually wrote is that he said that uh, Hunger Dunger is the worst uh, name so far in the series. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, oh, I I don't know. I think he just does not like that name. I'm just gonna say this. As soon as like they said like, oh, it's a billionaire, and I just kind of like threw my hands up in the air because like th we're in season four. And this is our, this is, I'm sorry, this is CBS season four. All right, like, like, I'm just saying, like, you know, this is, like, we have, like, in this podcast, we count, like, three different seasons for season four. And this one part of season four, we've already been introduced to our third billionaire. <laughs> and, I mean, now, I, I know the other two were a direct... Uh, they, they were a direct thing of uh, Trump. This one just happens. This one just happens to be. It wasn't, but 
but like if you, but like there's so many similarities to actual uh uh to Trump uh for this character because of like the actions that uh that Trump has done in the past like few years. <laughs> Just saying try not get into politics like you know uh like I I'm, but however you want to see it like you know uh, I mean, and, and like you know, uh, I, I know uh, I know that statement is leaning one way, and if you guys are leaning the other way, it's I understand. But thanks for listening to us anyway. But I mean, I'm not here to give out uh, political stuff. I don't care. Uh, to be honest, I'm just saying that I saw too many parallels, and this is like, uh, but like these parallels are really unintentional because at least like uh, J uh, was it uh, Donald J Lofty like was just like oh hey i'm a billionaire that lives in new york and then like uh uh, uh ronald mick trump or something like that or mick trump or whatever his name he was his name was like a direct reference to donald trump <laughs> um and like but like this one is like where like if you lean politics on one way you like you're kind of like oh like you know you'll you'll see some like some similarities and if you lean on the other way maybe you might see some similarities to uh someone someone else in politics uh, but uh, but but I like I said I really did like I was like really really another billionaire did we really need another billionaire uh, but <laughs> I just think those days like uh like these rich people or billionaire there were so much in the news or something that right. They keep bringing them up. I th- I think so too, and also like I mean, I think it's just funny because like these for these cartoon writers, I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, this is something ridiculous. There's no way like a billionaire will want to run for a political uh, position, and little did they know like you it's know gonna happen. <laughs> it happens. Uh, but uh, so uh, so yeah. Uh, so now we cut into the Technodrome because, like, you know, Krang, Krang and Shredder have nothing better to do than to watch channels, like, the local <laughs> Channel 6 news. I mean, I swear, every time we go to the Technodrome, it's like, their TV, their TV is only set on Channel 6. Like, you know, like, I, I guess Dimension X has no other entertainment out there. I think their antenna is not. Earth Media. I think their antenna is the way it's set up only get Chalastics. <laughs> yes, yes. That, you know what? It's probably because of the asteroid that they're in and they're trying to leave. That's probably why Crane is like, I gotta leave. I gotta leave. I'm tired of Earth Channel 6. I would love to watch like my, one of my favorite comedies as a kid, uh, Dimension X uh, Channel like 37 or something like that. If you think that. If you think that like uh, Krang had the um, option to subscribe to one of these streaming services, which streaming service he would choose? Oh, uh, he would totally subscribe to like a soap opera streaming service. <laughs> why? And, why? Because remember, remember how much he loved the Mar- Marsha, and he was like crying about like Marsha and everything. <laughs> And like you, and then like Shredder like contacted him, and like Shredder got a uh, crank got all mad because he interrupted his show. I don't know why I felt like he subscribed to Hulu. Which one, Hulu? Hulu, yes. <laughs> what would he watch on Hulu? Like <laughs> just like the various stuff. Like, <laughs> what well, what kind of shows do you think he would uh, watch on, on on Hulu? Like, would he watch like Handmaid's Tale or? <laughs> 
keep up with Kardashians. He, oh, he would, you know what? I could see him trying to keep up with the Kardashians, and like he'd probably be all mad. He's like, why are, why are these guys famous? <laughs> he just keeps sending Shredder to, to like, I don't know, date Kim Kardashian or something. <laughs> he probably would. He'd probably be like, Shredder, go date Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Once we have access to their money, we can get out the techno. We can get out the magic box. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Uh, so uh, they find out about the they find out about the contest and everything. And I love Bebop's reaction. Was like, oh, with that. We could get a lot of comic books, and I'm just gonna say this: this show has really, like, because in the second episode when like Bebop like got turned into a warthog, he actually asked for like comic books. Uh huh. And I really feel like at this point, at the show, like uh, the the writers have just been they're like Bebop comic books. We're just gonna keep him dedicated on that, just because like at this season alone, uh, we've had him reference comic books like a lot. Yeah, I thought it was cute that Bebop and Rocksteady, they they were interested in comic and video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocksteady wanted video games. Bebop wanted other comic books. And this is not the only time like Bebop like mentions comic books because he also mentions it uh, uh, later in this episode. Um, and, <laughs> and it's funny because like like they're like oh Crank's like oh we need this diamond because like um, Crank knows about this uh, Crank knows about this diamond and he's like oh, okay. We need and show the Shredder. Shredder also knows about this diamond. Like, oh, we need this diamond to power up this heat ray. This heat ray is going to free the Technodrome uh, from this asteroid, so we can return back to Earth. And so Craig was like, "Okay, we're gonna have to." We're, like he was like, "Shredder, we're gonna make you into a <sighs> good guy." <laughs> and Shredder responds with, "No." <laughs> In fact, uh, later in this episode, like I mean, like uh, like uh, later in this episode, like Shredder actually says, "I'd rather eat Brussels sprouts for a week <laughs> than become a good guy." And so now we know two things about Shredder. Shredder, one hundred percent, does not like being a good guy. Other thing, Shredder hates Brussels sprouts. But I mean, that's obviously like something to throw in there for the kids because like you know like kids don't like brussels sprouts and so they're like oh yeah let's make shredder not like brussels sprouts you know he's who, evil he, know, he doesn't like brussels sprouts who else doesn't like uh, brussels sprouts i have no idea are you talking about a host of this podcast <laughs> i just remember when when we first married i was trying to i i thought i have a chance to like change you and eat like to eat more vegetable and everything i, I made a soup there was like i put Brussels sprouts, and then you were trying to eat, and then in the middle he said, "I know you want me to eat these, and I'm trying, but do, why I have to have more, <laughs> more than you or something like that?" Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Anna did try to change me. She was like, "You know, you should eat healthy." I'm like, "You know, you're right." And then, uh, yeah, my my uh, stubborn pickiness said, no, I don't want to eat healthy. And that's why I am how I look like now. <laughs> you look perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, so Shredder does not want to be a good guy. So they're like, okay, fine. We'll make Roxanne and Bebop uh, into good guys. And like Shredder even says, oh, that... 
like, you know, it's like, oh, a new costume, a little rocket power, you guys will be superheroes. And I actually, I like that line. I thought that was a, that was a funny line. <laughs> now, uh, before we get into, like, uh, like more into this episode, I do want to talk about, because uh, uh, we will get introduced into uh, B-Bomb Rocksteady's uh, superhero uh, alter egos, which is Rhino Man and Mighty Hog. Uh, I just want to, before we get into it, I, I want to talk about, like, those two designs, even though we're jumping ahead a little bit in the episode. Um, but what did you think about their superhero costumes? I I thought it, uh, I thought it was very cool because, um, um, it was very acceptable because, uh, like, the basic, like, of, like, having a, uh, like, a mm, initial of the name... Having a short and a cape is like the basic that uh, superheroes they usually have, and um, we can still recognize that these are the Bebop and Rocksteady. I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was cool too. I will say this: I'm so glad that the turtles were like, "Oh, that's Bebop and Rocksteady," and because we've had episodes where uh, Bebop and Rocksteady would be like a baby and a grandma, and they're like, "I have no idea who this is," <laughs> um, like, you know, um, but. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'm glad it wasn't like a whole like Clark Kent Superman kind of thing. Oh, who are those masked men? Uh, uh, no, I I like their designs. What I thought was pretty cool was the fact that Playmates actually made like action figures for them. And if you remember, we recently got the reissues of these action figures. Yes. Uh, yeah. And now the action figures don't really look like the show. In fact, uh, Old Man Winters actually pointed out that... Uh, that Mighty Hog, which is Bebop, and in the toy, uh, instead of being Mighty Hog, he was actually Mighty Bebop. Uh, but he, uh, Old Man Winters, like, pointed out that he looks more like Robin from the 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 last season of the Batman animated series of the cartoon, of, like, before, like, they made it, uh, for, and, and uh, like, so, and, like, when he showed me the picture and, like, the, I was like, oh, no, that really does kind of look, like, it is, like, kind of look like that red Robin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, character. I'll, 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 I'll show it to you, um, uh, uh, later, because I, I know you don't know what, uh, Robin actually looks like from that show. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, and then, like, e even, a uh, Rhino Man, um, like, in which the toy was named correctly. Oh, funny thing is that the episode title on, the digital and DVD, for some reason, like, on the actual episode itself, it says Rhino Man, but the episode title on the on the uh, menu says The Adventures of Rhino Man, and I don't know, maybe that was a, maybe that was an international title or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. I just thought that was funny. Uh, but yeah, Rhino Man doesn't really look like that from the cartoon either, but I still like that they did make these two, and then they also made superheroes for... Michelangelo and Donatello for the longest time. I thought like they had two more for Leo and Raph, and I just never got them. But I did find out like years later. Oh no, they never did make made Leo and Raph. They only made uh, the Batman, Donatello, and the Captain America, Michelangelo. That's that's taboo when they do that. I know. No, I I agree with you. It is it is hard. Like when when they do only do two, and you're kind of like, wait, where where's the other two? Uh, like you know. I hate when they make three, and then like, oh and then like, god, and then, and then they don't make the third one. I'm like, oh my god, no, don't do that. No, <laughs> yes. no, no. Yes, it's like you, your mind forever like is in a circle that 
Right. Bother you. Yeah, completely bothers me. I was like, okay, no, where's the third one? I need the third one. Like, you know. Fourth one, you mean? uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, uh, fourth one, yes, yes, yes. Fourth one, yeah. Uh, You're right. Uh, But, but yeah, like, my rule with, like, Ninja Turtle figures is, like, I either get one or get four. Like, like, getting two is hard. But, like, two is acceptable. Three, like, I I don't like three. Like, Like, three is, like, it bothers me, like you know. Do you remember those, uh, like uh, decors that, like they also uh, we put them out like soon, Ninja Turtles Halloween. Uh, they made two of them, and I think they made one for Valentine, if I remember. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This one, like, uh, yeah, this one drives me crazy because they never made uh, Donatello. Donatello. Yes, because for our Halloween decor, they have. Leo and Mikey, and they're holding up uh, pumpkins, like, with their faces. And then, for Christmas, they made Raph, and they made Mikey. Mikey has, like, nunchucks for Christmas, and Raph has, like, an ornament. And then... And then for Valentine's, which we don't own the Valentine's because, like, I mean, we're... Because we don't really decorate for Valentine's Day. For for Valentine's Day, they made, like, uh, just one, and that was Leo, and he was, like, a Cupid. And like I mean, and I told I told Anna I was like, if they made it Donatello, I would get it in a heartbeat. And here's the deal: this is the 2012 turtle, so like it's not like you can just switch up the mask and be like, okay, you call it a day. I mean, because like the 2012 turtles, they have different like skin colors. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So no, that that's still like it. It still like bothers me to this day. But like at least like when we put them out, like you know. It is, like, it's only a pair, so it's, like, okay, you don't notice, but if we, if we did have, like, like the three of them, like, together, it would be, like, okay, where's Donatello? <laughs> yeah, the same thing happened with the, do you remember, like, the three-foot uh, turtle figures? They made one for Leo, and they made one for Mikey, but then they didn't make one for Raph or Donnie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They always make Mikey. Like, like I, I think Mikey's just the the, the favorite, uh, especially for, like, the 2012. I think I think because he's the most childlike. Also, I now I think about it, he is, like, the most regular one from the 2012. Like, he's the one that looks like the... But, you know what I mean? Like... Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the one with the easiest uh, body of them. I know Donnie's the tall one, so it's like his he's tall and slender from that series. Yeah. Also, I think because Mikey is like funny, people like remember Mikey more. Than I think so too. I mean, and I mean, let, let's not let, let's not forget like Greg Sipes knocked Mikey out of the park in that series. Like you know, he he really did like encapsulate like that childish wonder Mikey had, and like that's what like made that character like really grow uh if you guys don't know that is Anna's favorite character from the 2012 series yes it is that is why mikey is that's why we have unboxing with mikey because if you remember if, uh, at first i was like more uh saying that i, I love raf more than uh everyone else because, yeah because he was the brute one <laughs> right 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 but then i changed my mind and i switched to mikey yes. i remember when you switched to mikey yeah uh uh, one thing also I want to talk about the uh, the toys for uh, Mighty Hog and Rhino Man is that you know I know we didn't have like we I know we had Playmate toys but they didn't look exactly like the cartoon but guess who's making uh, Mighty Hog and Rhino Man and it's gonna look exactly like the cartoon? Neca. Of course, Neca. This is gonna be like their uh, I think their fourth 
uh, Rocksteady and Bebop uh, uh, set that they make uh, uh, based off, like, the cartoon and video games. <laughs> like, you know, so, yeah, uh, if you really like Mighty Hog and, uh, like, Mighty Hog and Rhino Man, uh, you will have cartoon-accurate versions of them. So uh, what does a hog mean? Hog is, like, a pig. Uh -huh. Like, it's another word for pig. Oh, uh -huh, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, going back, uh, into the show, I know we kind of jumped ahead, but, uh, this is, like, when we find out from, like, April. April, like, finds out that the diamond doesn't exist. And, like, she was like, oh, this diamond doesn't exist. And, like, which is kind of like, what was Shredder and Crank talking about? Because, like, in the Technodrome scene, they're like, oh, we need this diamond. Like, and they they talk about, like, they know exactly what this diamond is, and this is the diamond that's missing from their laser thing. Only to find out, like, the next scene is like, oh, no, no, this isn't real. Uh, Did you talk about uh, uh, Vernon? We're going to talk about him right now, because the turtles are in the street. They hear someone is in distress. Uh, it's an old, old woman that's actually in distress, and... They're like, oh, let's go in there. And then all of a sudden they hear, never fear, Newsman is here. And, uh, of course, honey, who is Newsman? Vernon. Vernon, yes. And, like, he has, like, he has that, like, that 1920s, like, news reporter, like, uh, trench coat and he a cape. Like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> he he kind of did, yes. He, he Like, basically his design is to look like those old-timey news reporters. Do you agree that from... Vernon had to, instead of, like, being the, this boring news guy, he should have been the muscles guy? I, you know, I think so. I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> why why is he not, like, out there without a shirt on? Like, you know, we have Jack German, yeah. Vernon. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's like... He has like these muscles and everything, and he's just hiding it with these like long sleeve uh, 1920s like a news report trench coat over here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he tries to save the old woman. The old woman does not want any of it, and she gets mad at him. Uh, and then like, and then there's another uh, there's another peril going on in like this building, and he goes in there and he was like, oh, I'm gonna go save them. He opens the door to the building. Only to have the door open up and it's just a bunch of guns like shooting, like pointing at him. Like it's very cartoony. Not as a cartoony as we've seen, um, like in the uh, Lotus Blossom episode, but this was like, the, like the, this was a, a up there too. And then like you know he closed the door and uh, he also has a press uh, thing on his knee. Yes, on his yes, 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 yes. He has the press, like, uh, like, uh, like I said, very 1920s, like, because uh, this is, like, what the press looked like back in those times. Oh. Uh, and, uh, but, do you know what happens at uh, 7 minutes and 45 seconds? <laughs> Whenever you say the seconds, I know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I don't know. Wrong, Even they're the talking. I just, I just know that you said it was a tiny one. Yes, it is a very tiny one. All right, so uh, here's where the turtles, they kind of, like, hold back Vernon because, like, you know, he's about to get blasted by things. And, like, uh, and then all, all of a sudden we hear, uh, we see Michelangelo's, like, mouth move for, like, I don't know, two frames. But it's actually Raphael's, like, voice coming out of his mouth or where he tells uh, uh, Vernon to stay put. And, and then, like, like, 
it's just like that part when he says stay put is like Michelangelo's mouth moving, but then Raphael has like more lines to come out, but it actually is like Raphael's mouth. It is like one of those blink and you'll miss it. And like, I mean, I actually did miss it at first and I had to like rewind and everything. And I was like, oh, there it is. Hold on, I had to get the time code and everything. After that, like, you know, wrong term talking, this is actually when we see Rocksteady and Bebop in their superhero outfit as Mighty Hog and Rhino Man while uh, like, you know, Rocksteady was like, it's Rhino Man and my trusty sidekick, Mighty Hog. And, like, Bebop gets, like, a little annoyed because he's like, all right, I thought you were going to be the trusty sidekick. And I will say, for the guy who likes comics more, I did think it was kind of uh, a little wrong that uh, that Rocksteady got to be the hero and he was the, and he was the trusty sidekick. <laughs> so, I was... Uh... Before uh, Bebop and Rocksteady uh, show up, we see that the turtles, they uh, remove their uh, costumes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a funny scene, how they, they because we usually suddenly see that they they don't have the uh, costume, but they, this, um, they show that they're lo losing the code. <laughs> right, 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 right. They're losing the code, because like, here, like, they finally take off, like, the, the sailor outfits that they had in the since the beginning of the episode. Yes, I thought that was a funny yeah. scene. Yeah, no, I, th I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I love Raph's line next, like after he sees like Beam and Rock City, like doing like some hero stuff, and he was like, "Okay, this is the part like where we wake up and we find out like this is all a dream, right?" And I did like, I, I, I did like that just because like it is like he was trying to play that trope of like, oh, this could be a dream, like you know, like kind of thing. <laughs> um, and uh, so you know. Me and Rocksteady, they're doing, like, hero stuff. And they're actually, like, you know, obviously, us as the audience, we know they're doing hero stuff because they want to win the contest so they can get the diamond. Uh, like, and it's kind of funny how, like, Shredder and Krang aren't even trying to steal the diamond. They just want to try to get it legitly. But, uh, you know. Um, so, we do that. And then the next time, like, we see the turtles and, like, because, like, like, the turtles like, oh, we got to go talk to Master Splinter about this. And we see this really weird walking animation that they do. Turtles? Yeah, the turtles. I don't know if you caught that <laughs> yes, or not. Yes, in the water. Yeah, yeah, in the sewer. Yes, yes, yes. I, I actually wrote, I wrote turtles walk very weird in the water. Yeah, it was like really weird. I don't know, I don't know what the animator, like, I don't know. I thought that maybe the animators just forgot how they made the turtles move. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, um, uh, oh, I, I I totally forgot to talk about this because like uh before all while before all this, this is like when we find out that humdinger is kind of like oh hey uh while uh while everyone's like so distracted with the superhero stuff we get to our real plans and we see like uh his like butlers have like hand trucks with like barrels and everything and he says like i'll put them in the water so while the turtles are walking in the sewer there's a there's like one of like humdinger um, is his name Humdinger? I already forgot what his name was. Hold on, wait. Uh, Hunger Dunger. There you go. Hunger, Hunger Dunger. Da um, but, uh, one of his, like, butlers is, like, in the sewer <laughs> with a hand truck and just carrying this bu this barrel and, like, turtles like, hey, what's going on? Like, you know, like, it's normal. <laughs> and but then I, I just wanted to, like, at the, just note this. How did that guy get the hand truck in the sewer? <laughs> Like, 
<laughs> it's not like there's an elevator to the sewer. Be like, oh, hey, here you go. Like, you know, do you like drop it in there and then drop the barrel? Like, I mean. I think or- the only people that they still didn't go to sewer is me and you. <laughs> no, I think you're right. We're the only. When we go to New York, we're going to totally get like a sewer tour. At, uh, at, at New York. I'm going to demand this. I'm pretty sure they don't exist, Ew. but I'm going to demand this. I'm sure it's gross. Well, I'm sure it's gross, too. I'm sure it's, like, really gross, and, like, we go in there, we take one whiff of the smell, and we're like, wow, we're done. <laughs> and, like, you know, the, I'm sure the first thing the, the tour guy would say, there are no Ninja Turtles here. Stop looking for them. <laughs> if you keep looking, no, you're not going to find a lair, and you find a dojo with, like, ninja weapons. But it the- does not exist, kid. But Go the, home. I was saying, but the turtles they they mentioned that was a weird dude in the um, sewers. Yeah, yeah, they do mention like, oh yeah, that's a weird dude, but like you know, they, they think nothing of it, and like you know, um, spoilers for the end. We're gonna see this same scene, and like I mean, I, I'm gonna talk about how like uh, like you could like the animation just kind of like gave up. Overall, I will say this episode was not the, the best. This is like one of the weakest in- for animation wise. Um, yes. there was a lot of, like, I don't know, uh, not smooth animation and very rough, I will say. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, it, it felt like they they were on a time constraint when they animated this episode. Yes, or, like, they did, like, some keyframes and then they gave it to some amateur people to do the rest. Yeah, yeah, yep, I mean... You know, they, I'm this... sure Anna, who's a professional in this, uh, like, actually, you probably are right about that. Because especially about the the walking scene that yeah. we said, it's, both of us said this weird. Because when we first see them from the... There was two angles uh, that they show us that the turtles are walking in the sewers. First, we see them from the back, and the animation is, was very good, even though the that angle was, like, harder. Mm-hmm. Then there was an, a profile... Uh, angle that it's supposed to be much easier but it sounds very funny and i have a feeling they they gave it to some like i don't know beginners they said like okay so i just animate these turtles and one of the things that they've been when you learn animation and they teach you walking cycle they tell you if you like um give them a little rotation to like left and right it looks more natural and a little up and down and uh it feels more natural, and usually the people that the first time are animating the circle, including me, uh, you exaggerate those movements so much, and it sounds like very stupid and funny. Right. <laughs> I think that's what they did here. So, Anna, you're saying you have seen this by experience. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like they gave it to a first time animator and they just went ahead and like turned it in because as i mentioned uh before like this season alone like season four is like a total of 41 episodes not counting the actual uh european season which was also done done during this time uh-huh. right so so right after that like we see shredder he goes into earth uh like because you know like now like shredder's like trying to like coach it uh be a rock setting to be heroes and everything and like now he's like you know he's like all right basically shredder's like their their guy in the chair or like you know like their police officer to like um uh, 
track down all the wrongdoings so for for Bebop Rock City. And so Shredder actually has a scanner, but Shredder's scanner, uh, I basically looked, I basically wrote this, Shredder's scanner looks like Zach Morse's phone. <laughs> Honey, do you know what I mean by when I say Zach Morse's phone? No. Alright, so, uh, you know the show Saved by the Bell. Yes. Yeah, so, that, you know, very popular show in the 90s, and the main character, uh, his name was Zach Morris, and he had a cell phone. At that time, was, like, cutting edge, but now it's, like, ridiculous looking. A lot of people called that big brick cell phone the Zach Morris phone, because no one actually had those, like, but, like, people remember seeing it in Saved by the Bell. Because you had to be rich to have that phone. Oh. But, like, it really looked like one of those old 80s, 90s uh, cell phone. <laughs> so, you know, so now, like, Shredder's basically telling Beep and Rock City to go, uh, go where, like, there's crime going on. Yeah, at one point, even, like, um, uh, like, uh, like, Beep, like, someone's like, oh, how can we pay you? And, like, Beep was like, oh, you know, you can give us some comics and, like, Roxanne's like, no, we're heroes. We don't ask for anything. And, and also, at one point, Bebop tries to get a teddy bear, and Shredder's like, put that back. We're heroes. <laughs> yeah, poor Bebop. I know, poor Bebop. He just he has some comics and teddy bears. He's like the, the sidekick. Even the cop calls him, oh, and the trusty sidekick, uh, Mighty Hog. <laughs> so, we go to uh, the Turtles. There was a, there was a part that... They, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, they, like, uh, when they were doing all these hero things, they went inside the, uh, stairs. Uh Uh-huh. And I think it was Bebop, he says, I don't know if it was Bebop or Rocksteady, one of them said, oh, this hero business gave me a headache. (laughs) I thought it was funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, while all that's going on, we have the turtles, they're in the lair, they're talking to Splinter, and did you see where, like, Mikey was sitting? On the table? Yes, Mike was sitting on the table. Like, I don't know. You know, there's, like, the sofa. There's also, like, the 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 seat. I don't know where the seat was because the seat wasn't shown in the scene. Leo was standing. Mikey was like, I'm going to sit on the table. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Splinter is, like, e- eternally, he's, like, mad. He's like, don't sit on the table. Like. As I mentioned before, even though I, I have so much you know, problem with Splinter, I still don't like why... Every time they have a meeting, a Splinter has to be the one that doesn't have a seat. I agree. I agree. Splinter should be sitting down. You know, he's the elder. And, uh, you know. Um, and then we do get a fourth wall break. Fourth wall break. Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. At this moment, because, like, Raphael was basically saying, he's like, He's too afraid that next week, this episode, this show would be called The Adventures of Rock, Bebop in Rock City. Uh, I, I, thought the, I thought that was a funny line. And uh, honey, would you want to watch a show called The Adventures of Bebop in Rock City? I think I want. I, I, I think you, uh, uh, to be honest, I, I know how much you like these characters. I think you would like want this spinoff to happen. Like, I don't, um, to be honest, I'm surprised CBS did not let this spinoff happen. I'm pretty... By the way, what is that a smoke thing when people and Rocksteady are flying? Oh, that's like the the jet fuel of the engine, of like the of the rocket fuel, the rocket fuel of the jets. Uh-huh. It's like causing that smoke. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so... Isn't it like also 
the, the, there was a character when Bebop found the um, Teddy, that uh, character that they were like um, tying. Wasn't he look like the um, that bad guy? The oh, crack? The, 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 the Scrag that we just recently got an action figure of? Yes. Um, I don't think he was like looking like him, but there was... But there was a character that had like basically the same model from one of the burglars from uh, the episode New York Shiniest, like the one with uh, the first episode with uh, Rex One. Uh-huh. Uh, and maybe that's like probably like where your brain was going, like where you've seen that character before. Maybe. It could be. Like, uh, uh, but uh, so here is where we find out. Uh, 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 Hunger Dunger's ultimate plan of he is creating a diversion to ruin the city's water supply and like that's what this whole uh, this whole like uh, hero uh, contest was for because he was like oh everyone would be so distracted by by this hero contest they won't even realize that I'm doing this and He's doing his, and then like he basically wants to become the governor of New York or uh, or some other uh, political uh, position. I didn't write down what the exact one was. I just wrote politics and like I mean this is like where I was like oh okay and like I I mean I'm not saying politician like I don't think there's we don't have any I don't think we have actual evil politicians. I pro I promise you. Uh, there's no politician out there that's trying to uh, poison our water to make us like zombies to make to make us like listen to them or anything like that. Um, but like it is kind of like so many like parallels of like how politicians try to distract. Um, tr they try to distract the people uh, and the media with one thing so people would forget that they're tr that they've done another thing. And all politicians do this. Like, uh, like you know, I don't care which side you're leaning on. Uh, all politicians do this. So I, I just thought it was a, uh, I thought it was kind of like a little like uh, a little smart of the Ninja Turtle writers to like kind of like point this out to kids. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, and uh, and then here I'm just gonna talk about some uh, reused animation because like I swear after this after this point. A lot of animation we're just gonna keep seeing it again and like oh uh, but like one of the reused animation is the uh, Rocksteady and Bebop flying like we saw them fly earlier and then they used that same animation for their next flying scene <laughs> and like so like um like you know they just uh they're just like reusing some animation uh, shots over there and then like here's like where we find out like Low on budget for this one. Um, probably. I think this episode was low on budget. Just, but like I said, I think this episode was done in a rush, and they they just try to cut every corner they could. Um, but here's like uh where we find out that when the people uh drink the water, they turn into uh, basically zombies that will listen to whatever Humber uh hunger dunger uh will say. And the first one that does it is Vernon, and all of a sudden like Vernon's like, oh hey. He is now in control, and whatever Hunger Dunger says, he will like listen uh, to them. And then, and then the next shot we see that April and Irma are now also 
in control. And this is like when we have our like our our uh, our flashback scene where like Don Dantel's like, oh wait, remember there was some guy with a hand truck and a barrel, and like and then so we have another reused animation, even though this is a flashback scene. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and then like and like you know th- this is like where. The, like, the turtle's like, oh, I wonder how many people drink the water. Then all of a sudden we see a big crowd scene in front of, like, uh, Hunger Dunger's uh, mansion. And I will say, I think this is the first time we've seen this many people in, like, in New York City. Like, in the show. Also, like, speaking about being, being cheap and everything, I think this is one of the rare episodes that we see so many crowds. And what they do is that... Um, we see the same crowd three times. Yes. Also, they are like very easy on uh, like uh, even though they are like f- fixed um, pictures, they're very easy on like like a circle and just like a triangle or something for right, body. right, right, right. And yeah, just because some it's colors. a pan shot. It's not even animated. They're just like standing still. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Like, like I said, this this episode, like the animation, like they were just in a rush or something like that. Because like there's. It's either like animated weirdly or just re- a lot of reused, and this was a lot of reuse for animation. Yes. Yeah. So, speaking about like drinking water or something, we had a scene that uh, um, Irma is uh, pouring coffee from a coffee maker. Yeah, from a coffee maker. Yes. So. And that's like when uh, April and uh, Irma like get affected by the water. Yes. So my question was like. I don't know those days the coffee makers um, were like looking like the coffee makers that are, we have today. Yeah, yeah, like pretty much the only difference between coffee makers now and then is that the fact that like now we have like curry where they, you have the single serve. But yeah, pretty much uh, coffee makers, they didn't really change that much. Like I, I think, like I think now like the difference between the coffee maker that, um, uh, I have now than what my parents had like back when I was a child is that the clock on mine was is digital and the clock on my parents were like analog where you had to like turn it and like do you you don't want to talk about analog clock right yes yes um, yeah yeah like I think that's really the only difference like, that's just I didn't know that they were invented that late oh you, oh you, oh wow uh you know I think it's because in Iran like you guys actually like make like tea and you guys make it like even now, you guys still, like, use the traditional methods because yeah, the just... traditional methods is, like, the better method. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now, I know I know Middle East is, the like, the people who made coffee, but at the same time, uh, I know, like, coffee's not that, is not drunken as much as tea is in the Middle East. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, so speaking of water, uh... After, like, you know, Hunger Dunger has, like, this whole crowd of people, like, this under his control, and then, like, you know, he's like, oh, Bebop and Rocksteady, you guys are the winner of the contest, because, and this is, like, after, like, Shredder's like, oh, this contest is not even real, like, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a helicopter that comes in, and, like, like, hey, Bebop and Rocksteady, you're now the winner, and Shredder's like, oh, I hate it when I'm wrong, Uh, and then, like, you know, Shredder, like, every time he's like, who are you, and Shredder's like, I'm the manager. (laughs) <laughs> um, but then, like, Hunger Dunger has, like, this whole thing at his, uh, mansion, and he's like, alright, it's time for a water toast. <laughs> I mean, now, 
I get it. This is a kid show. We're they're not gonna they're not gonna be toasting champagne. Um, I mean, like we're we're not gonna have that. But at the same time, water really <laughs> like like how like do the do you really think the kids really think that their parents like when they're making a toast, they're really drinking water? <laughs> like you couldn't like lie and say like apple juice. And... Yes, at least apple juice. <laughs> right, exactly. Because as a kid, for the longest time, I just thought, especially since my parents don't drink, I just thought they were. I thought everyone toasting was toasting to apple juice, because that's what champagne looked like to as me as a kid. Um, but yeah, but it was like oh, it's water, and then like. The turtles go and like save Bebop Rocksteady as they have the turtle blimp and they shoot down the water train. <laughs> I did. I, I mean, I just thought find it ironic that it's like the turtles that save Bebop Rocksteady from becoming like zombies. <laughs> and then like you know, then like then like Bebop Rocksteady convinced Hunger Dunger like not that I don't think he really needed convincing, but they're like, oh, the turtles are bad guys. Oh, and they're like, oh, go take care of those, um, go the, go those, take care of those bad guys. And so, like, we have, like, Boom Rock said, they go fly to the blimp, uh, so we have, like, a weird kind of fight on the blimp, because, like, they're, like, the animators are basically trying to make it a, they fight, like, as well as they can on a blimp, uh, but, like, at, like, first, like, Bebop, or Mighty Hog gets, like, knocked, um, off, uh, from like uh, from the blimp and then like we have Rocksteady he takes out his uh, knife which still looks like a wooden knife because like sometimes it's metal sometimes it's wooden right now it looks like a wooden sword yeah but it's still sharp enough to cut the balloon and I just wrote this hey we know where the we're, we know where the balloon lands in this episode it lands in the mansion because <laughs> all the other times we don't know where the balloon goes but th this time we clearly see. It falls into the mansion, uh, like you know. And then uh, we had those angels on the, around the, uh, around the uh, yeah yeah around the mansion. Yeah, and so like so hunger dunger he's like okay time to uh, activate like his like security or something like that. And all of a sudden like the the cupid like the cherub statues like they take away their bows and arrows and they suddenly have like laser blasters. I think it was then that I was like okay I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, Anna was like, okay, the 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 writers checked out of this episode, I'm checking out too. <laughs> it, Anna, Anna at this point was like, alright, I want my turn to leave. I'm done. <laughs> yes. Just like, <laughs> so like, you turned the babies into killers? Nope. Not not my child. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah, so, uh, yes, yes. The, the cherub statues have, like, laser blasters. The turtles are like, you know... Uh, defending and everything, and like, well, uh, now they're fighting against, uh, now they're fighting against Hunger Dunger, and they're also fighting against, uh, his, like, businessmen and that kind of stuff, who are also, like, fighters, and then, like, the, the turtles finally go, like, okay, you know what? It's time to go to our, uh, uh to our cheap tactics, and so we see, like, Raphael doing some backflips and everything, and they're, all the bad guys are happen to be standing on a rug, so Raphael pulls the rug that um and that like makes them fall, and then Leo like cuts like one of the uh the drapery on the on the wall, and then they use that to tie up um the bad guy, and like while all this is going on, like you know 
I think it's like either Donatello or Michelangelo says like, "Hey, I think it was Donatello because Donatello. like Michelangelo tries ties up the bad guys with the, his uh, turtle line." Yes. Um, but and then like he was like, "Hey, what about Shredder? Do you guys remember him?" Like, and here we have Shredder, and all of a sudden like I don't know when Hunger Dunger had like the opportunity to put the diamond, the fake diamond, I should say, because like at this point we as the audience. And the turtles even know that this diamond is not real, and that but they put it like in like uh, this glass case because Shredder tried to take it, and the guy was like, "No, no, no! This is for Money Hog and Rhino Man. You're not a hero." And like you know, Shredder's like, "Ah, oh!" But but yeah, so uh, Shredder like smashes the glass case. He takes the diamond. The, so now the turtles are uh, now the turtles are like you know fighting against them. Donatello grabs the diamond and he finds out uh because like uh I, he like they interrogated like hunger dunger to find out like the 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 antidote for the for the water uh thing was in the diamond uh oh am i correct didn't they ask didn't ask him where, where it was what it was like didn't, didn't they ask uh hunger dunger like where the antidote was and that's like where how they found out that it was inside the diamond uh, I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if they asked it or not. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, like, but Donatello, he takes, he, um, he, he takes a diamond, and then, like, he takes a, a plant vase, and he pours the contents of, like, the liquid contents of the diamond into the vase, and then he was like, okay, here, Shredder, here's a diamond, and, I, and the turtle's like, what, Donatello, what you doing? And he's like, well, it's fake. And, um, and I got the, I, I, I got the antidote. Um, so there's, there's no reason, um, uh, to, uh, to do it anymore. And so then like, we see the bad guys, they open up a portal and they're like, and they have like that heat ray in which they, in the beginning of the episode, they said the, the ray was for to help free the technodrome but like now i guess like they don't even care about freeing the technodrome anymore they just want to blast the turtles for revenge for making them go through all of that uh, which you would think they would want to blast the hunger dunger the the billionaire guy because he was the one who did all he, he was the one who made them do all this but i don't know they, they they're blindsided by like how much they hate the turtles <laughs> only to find out like the the ray blows up and then they're like, oh no, the diamond was fake. And the lesson that Bebop and Rocksteady learned from this was that they'll never go straight again. Uh, so now that, you know, Donatello reveals, uh, reveals to the turtles that he has the antidote. So now we cut to the final scene where the turtles are back in the lair. And uh, from April's news report, because this is how, all, because just like last week, this is how we wrap up all episodes, like, where we don't want to do, like, any explanation, like, or any, like, like, things where we show it and we just like, explain everything in, like, in one or two lines. April explains, oh, hey, the, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, hey, Michael, there's your full title. Oh. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Here is the full title. Comes up right at the end. So, you know, they, they teased Michael at the beginning, but we actually got it at the end. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but she reveals that the Ninja Turtles 
they're the ones who uh, who put the antidote in the water and cured everyone in New York from hunger dungers, uh, water zombie effect, and and then at the end of the episode, Michelangelo says that um that he would take a um that he that that he that he would take a bad bebop any day of the week because a good bebop is repulsive and the only, my only uh my only problem with like Michelangelo like he said this was because technically Rocksteady was like the hero while bebop was the sidekick and Mike, Michelangelo just kind of like dropped Rocksteady at like at all costs like he was like ah, no it's Bebop the one that's good. And like, you know, well, you know, for, from the way that the episode played, Rocksteady was the one who was, like, more good than he than Bebop was. Because, like, Bebop was trying to get comic books and try to steal a teddy bear while, like... But that is how our episode ends. Uh, what did you think about here, Rocksteady and Bebop, honey? I thought they were very cute. Uh, I like to see if I, if I want to, like, meet any superheroes. I like to beat Bebop and Rocksteady. You, you would like to meet uh, Rocksteady as, as, as superheroes? Yeah, as his superheroes. Yeah. Uh, so th does this mean I gotta get the uh, the NECA versions of the hero Rocks Rocksteady? Of course. Uh, I mean, no matter what, I was gonna get it anyway. So. <laughs> um, you know, you just you just said something that <laughs> it was very wrong. Was that? Because first you said my opinion, asked my opinion, and you like. Uh, uh, you melted my heart that I was like oh he's asking and he wanna get this and then he said oh no matter what I would get it like it means like I don't care if you want it or not no no no, no. I meant I knew no matter what the answer was you would say it. I knew no matter what that you would answer that uh, that yes I was gonna get it are you sure? I'm 100% sure <laughs> I know it for a fact <laughs> I I <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish this episode, sweet. <laughs> yes, yes, we're gonna finish this. We're gonna finish this episode, sweet. Um, now, I mean, uh, overall, what did you think of this episode? Um, overall, overall, I liked it, but this was also like one of the the ones that the story was like very uh, mix of everything. Yeah, like, it I know, the the water zombie thing was stupid to me, like. <laughs> I will say what I kind of liked was, like, I liked that Beam of Rock City and, like, Shredder were in this episode, but, like, they weren't really the bad guys. I mean, at the end, they still became bad, but, like, they had, like, that whole double cross from, like, another bad guy. Beam uh, and Rock City? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, cause, like, you know, their, their whole thing, they want to be heroes so they can get the diamond. But then, just to find out, like, the diamond that they were going to get from the billionaire from Texas was a, not a real uh, diamond. And, you know, I failed to mention that throughout the whole episode. It was that, yeah, like, this, even though this uh, this billionaire tycoon was, like, a like a very Texas-inspired uh, billionaire, like, because unlike the other two billionaires, which were, ba which were basically based off of Trump, uh, this one was based off of, like, one of those, like, Texas, like, tycoons that was, like, very popular, uh, and um in the 70s and 80s um. yeah like i, I kind of failed to mention that because you know he had a mustache and everything and he had like he had that texas like uh bolo tie this is something that really important we should i should have talked about during the breakdown of the episode I, but i apologize for you people all i know about the texas is that if i'm if i'm right uh 
they, they like steak. They do like steak. Texas <laughs> likes steak. And everything's biggest in Texas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I but uh, I will say, like, it, it was kind of like, it was a nice, like, change of pace of, like, uh, uh, like it was still like a, oh, we need to get, get the technical free uh, kind of plot, but at least, like, there was, like, some sort of twist in there, and, and it wasn't, like, normal. Now, if only the animation was up with the writing, like, because, like, I, I think if we had a better, if this was better animated, oh, uh, with the with the high level of the writing of this episode, I think we would have got like a perfect episode. Yeah. It's I, just that the animation kind of brought it down. Um, I agree, but I still had the problem with the zombie part. The zombie part? Uh, uh, no, I, I understand what you're saying because like that was like one, that was like one other like like we probably could have cut that out like especially for a kids show we could have like cut that out and just had it like oh they gave them they gave they gave the uh, bad guys a fake diamond instead of like the billionaire has another uh, has his own evil agenda like you know because you know we have shredder has his has his evil agenda then like we have the billionaire have this evil agenda and it was just yeah it was kind of like kind of hard to kind of keep up with it I, I i understand what you're saying but uh you know um uh, it, it was fun um, and, uh, yeah, um, I, I'm just gonna say this, uh, honey, um, I really appreciate you, uh, sticking with, um, with this podcast, uh, cause I know, I know, especially, especially the first and third trimester, it was hard for you to keep up with the schedule, and you were sick a lot, but you were a huge trooper, and, like, you really did push yourself to make sure that we still had a podcast almost every week. Uh, and like, you know, uh, anytime we missed a week, you, you, you did feel bad. And like, you know, uh, trust me, everyone was more concerned for your health than the podcast that your health comes much more important than the podcast. But I really want to thank you. And I'm pretty sure I speak for our listeners that we really appreciate. Yeah. We really appreciate you. Uh, 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 doing this, and, uh, you know, uh, as much, I'm, I'm gonna miss you for the rest of the podcast, uh, for this year, uh, you know, it's, you're, you're, you're not making, gone forever. You're making me crying right now, like, I think I won't, I won't go on my maternity if you, <laughs> if you, if you keep going. <laughs> it's only, like, uh, one or two months. It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's, it, not... it, 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 it's, it's only two months, like, you know. I mean, when you make it, like, rest of the year, it feels like, like so long <laughs> it won't be long it, like you know uh we'll, we will be back uh we'll be back know, is stronger yeah we'll be back stronger with a baby uh, crying in the background yeah with a baby crying in the background you know <laughs> you guys got guys got so used to like a toddler walking around and uh complaining about like what's on his tablet now <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna go back to where we are when where we were when we first started this podcast when we had just a crying child <laughs> So now we'll have a crying child and a toddler asking for us to turn on the tablet. To, to be honest, we came so far. I remember when we first started, our uh, our first child was uh, having pacifier and we were trying to get pacifier. Yeah, we are trying to get the pacifier off him. Yeah, we're going to have to go through all that again. If you remember, our the that was like when we first got those Hot Wheel cars and our son 
loved the Donatella car. Like he and like he was in love with anything that was purple. That was like his favorite. Yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and now he's a little guy for himself and has opinion and everything. Yeah, he has opinion and everything and. Uh, and I want to let you guys know that he loves Ninja Turtles. He's actually told me he loves Ninja Turtles and he loves Power Rangers. Yes, yes. Uh, and I was shocked when he knew what Ninja Turtles were, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, how do you know what Ninja Turtles are? Even though Daddy watches in front of you all the time. But, hold on. <laughs> uh, but big thanks for uh, Michael Atkins and uh, Old Man Winters for contributing for this episode. And big thanks for you guys for... Always contributing, especially like uh, I have been just way too busy um, uh, for the past few uh, weeks that I have like barely been interacting in on on Twitter or other places. That and you guys been uh, just kind of taking it on your own hands and just to give us like our the notes and uh, and your opinions. I really appreciate that. Uh, but as as Anna said. Uh, we will come back with the episode uh, breakdowns uh, in the be in the beginning of 2023. We will be back stronger and um, you know definitely more structured. And it's it's been fun, uh, but Turtle Recall is not over. Uh, for the next few weeks, I will be joined by. Uh, by various guests each week and it'll be some fun stuff we'll get into some fun conversations and maybe even look back on some some previous episodes all right uh honey is there any last words you want to tell people uh uh, uh before you go on your break uh i just want to say if they suddenly saw on our twitter an image of a splinter eating photoshop of a splinter eating cheetos that's that means that i miss them all right uh, thank you so much all right till next time guys see ya bye